Hello, hello, and welcome to the Gulf War Era Veterans No Zone, a jam-packed show about everything you need to know to live a fulfilled life after service. If you've served in Southwest Asia anytime from 1990 to present day, we're your people. We've got your back, and if it's about bettering your life, we've got it covered. Tune in every week for stories from veterans who have served with us. Learn about all the different government benefits, jobs, and business opportunities you can leverage to level up and feel more resilient and in control of your life as we discuss PTSD recovery and wellness. Here are your hosts and fellow veterans, Nikkei Roach and Jesse Almanza. and welcome fellow Gulf War era veterans and welcome to the No Zone. My name is Nikkei Roach and I formerly served as a combat medic in the United States Army and we get together to share our interests, our insights and our discoveries as Gulf War era veterans. My co-host of course is the amazing, the excitable, the laughable, I'm just kidding, <laughs> Jesse Almanz who served in the Marine Corps as a gunnery sergeant until retirement. Since then, he has just been inspiring and is a wealth of knowledge within our community. And we look forward to asking him some questions. But we're going to bring on our, our host, I mean, our guest, our special guest, who's Chris Curran. You can actually see his name right there. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about him. But before I go on, I have to give you a disclaimer because our lawyers like, to, like us to say this. Neither myself nor my co-host or authorized VA spokesperson, nor are we attorneys, nor do we work for VSO. We're just two guys, and actually three today, who get together and share best practices that we've discovered that you can look at as well on VA sites, as well as state agencies that cover veteran issues. So we're just trying to make sure that we kind of cover the basis. So Jesse, you want to say something before I, so I can breathe a little? Um, sure. Go ahead. Breathe on. You know, I, I'm really excited uh, to have Chris on board today. I know we've been uh, We've been trying to make this happen and stuff. And of course, it's uh, it's going to happen eventually. And I am very excited. The topic of information is going to be awesome. Um, gosh darn it, I don't know how much to say that. It's important to understand that regardless of the where you stand, know that we are all veterans and we work with each other. We help each other out. And, you know, it's about, it's about moving forward in life. It's about doing as best as we can. You know, we've served our country to the best of our ability. Uh, we don't, you know, we always want to remember and think about and also help support our families as well, too, because they play a big, big, big part in our lives and stuff. And we always want to acknowledge them. And I truly do. I, unfortunately, I had uh, um, I had a bad, uh, a better uh, notice a couple weeks or so ago. A good friend of ours uh, from one of our groups passed on uh, to move on, fellow Marine, uh, Gulf Warrior veteran, actually Afghanistan, I believe, uh, accident, ter terrible, horrible, and it didn't end up well for him. You know, his wife also was uh, badly injured. And, you know, we have to look at things like, are we ready? Are we prepared? Are things going on with us in our life that we are ready to hand over the baton and, you know, take care of our business uh, before we leave? And, uh, looking forward to the discussion tonight, and uh, I'm looking forward to you know having some words with Chris and as well as Nikkei. And thank you guys for having us. I hope you all are doing well wherever you're at in the in the United States of America and abroad. I know that this this um, podcast will reach uh, all over. And share it with your fellow buddies. Share, share it with your fellow veterans. You know, 
have them join have them join the uh, podcast have them join the uh our group it's it, it's it's getting big it's getting huge so um i'll pass it on to nikkei and nikkei move on all righty i'll take for now thank you jesse um and if you like jesse said if you want to join that group is the golf war era veterans group is on facebook you're welcome to join we'll ask you a couple of preliminary questions just to make sure you are a real person and not a bot um, and if you do join the group and you have a request, we'll have a gift for you. If you decide, we only have a few more of them. We don't have a lot of them, but we well, we'll while supplies last <laughs> and while supplies last. And, and, yeah. and Jesse will tell a little bit more about that a little later. But now I wanted to go ahead and get started with our special guest is Chris Irwin, um, who right now is in the state of North Carolina, but he has served in the Marine Corps from 2011 to 2017. Um, Sometime around 2000, primarily in communications and, and communications platoon. And I'm, I'm trying to go from memory, which I should be reading, but I'm not. All right. <laughs> so I'm going to go from memory, see how well I do. So, somewhere in his experience, like many of us um, who serve, we've had fellow um, service members, regardless of what branch of service, who, you know, who left us prematurely. And some of them left in combat, some of them left like, Jesse said in a car accident and some of them, you know, came into a hard place and they they made the ultimate decision. And Chris um, has a special experience about it. And he started an organization that that started basically getting us to move around to remember the 22 and the 22 from what I understand are the 22 service members who take their lives, you know, for whatever reason, every day of the year. And he acknowledges that and he started an organization that actually helped to get veterans together to spend a healthy place. And then that organization got part of a larger organization. He's going to tell you a little bit more about that a little bit. So welcome, Chris. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Thank you. You are very welcome. So before we throw you under the bus, Chris, tell us a little bit more about <laughs> you. Yeah, so it's great intro. Thank you. And um, so essentially, like he said, I was in the Marine Corps from 11 to 17. I'm an Afghanistan veteran. Um, I did a lot of different things in the Marine Corps, had a great experience. I did anything from driving trucks to fixing trucks to working on radios, to working on computers, to working on telephones. I really did a lot of good things. Uh, probably the thing that I, I love the most about the Marine Corps and the things that I cherish the most was just the opportunity to mold young Marines and to be able to, to lead them and, and pass on experience to them. Like Jesse was saying, to, to pass that torch. So, um, I got out of the Marine Corps. I uh, pursued some personal uh, pursuits, uh, went back to school, got my bachelor's degree, and uh, I've been working uh, as a network engineer the last six years. But um, you know, that's kind of my day job and my real passion is veterans of my community, serving them. Um, I'm a legacy. My mom and dad are both Marines. And then my grandfather is in the Navy. Hoorah. And so um, my brother's an officer candidate school for the Navy. My sister's uh, an E4 in the Navy. And so it's just in our blood. And so we, I just love veterans in my community. Um, I love to be able to, to share any kind of experience with them and just be able to hang out with them and, and hear their experiences as well. And just to be able to find some common ground. And um, yeah, in 2014, David West uh, left us, unfortunately, from suicide. And then uh, in 2015, I lost another one, John Brunel, who served underneath me in Afghanistan. Um, and then several years went by and that just kind of stewed for a while. And I had the comfort of other guys who were, you know, when I was still in, in, uh, active duty or reserve, 
I still had the comfort of the Marines around me to, to support me. But after I got out of the Marine Corps, um, you know, that really started to fester. And I said, I gotta, I gotta get in the fight. You know, I, I gotta get back to serving veterans where I really felt happy. And so, yeah, that's where hunt for the 22 came. Um, and it was a great experiment. We, we got a lot of experience from it. Um, but it was, it was hard to gain traction. Um, not everybody wants to wake up and walk 22 kilometers on a Saturday. So, um, I, I, I came across another organization called Irreverent warriors and they, they do, they do They were doing, uh, what we did back in 2015, they started and they were doing it on a much bigger scale and all of the, uh, all the growing pains that I was starting to experience trying to run my own nonprofit, uh, I felt like they had already been through it. And I said, you know, we can provide a better experience to the veterans in Greensboro by joining with them and leveraging their resources and their networks. Um, people come to a hike from all around. There are people who hike every weekend and we have hikes from all the way from March to November, every single weekend, sometimes twice, sometimes multiple locations in one weekend. So um, it's a huge thing and it's an incredible experience. Uh, and we get people from active duty, you know, boot PFCs all the way up to 70 and 80 year old veterans. So it's, there's nobody who can't do these hikes. It's, it's an awesome experience. Wow. It, it, it does sound like, and, and, and I hear the excitement in your voice, um, um, with regard to all the hikes and all the camaraderie. And I looked on the website for the Irreverent Warrior, you know, because it's part of, you know, humor, which, you know, if you're on active duty or you're, you're, you've were on active duty, you've been around veterans long enough, um, <laughs> chances are you got a weird sense of humor anyway. So that's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So before we go on to some more complex questions, where, where did you go to boot camp? Paris Island, baby. South Carolina, my hometown, whatever. <laughs> Which is why I didn't join the Marine Corps. One day I'll tell you, I, I didn't join the Marine Corps because I grew up around Paris Island. No way. <laughs> yeah. So uh, a question um, for you is, when you got to Paris Island, probably at Old Dark 30, because they like to do that, what did you think, what what was the first thing to go through your mind when, when your, your DI came up and said uh, something and got your attention? I tell you the the thing that happened, you know, like I said, I'm a legacy. So I kind of knew all knew that it was going to be a shock. So like the thing that really got me though, was I went in during wartime, right? 2011. So these drill instructors had in most cases, most of them have been to either Iraq or Afghanistan already. And so they had seen and done things and they were trying to prepare us to be ready to go. And so, and in the Marine Corps, even the smallest mistake can be blown out of proportion and be related to something that could end up getting somebody killed on the battlefield. Mm. And that's just the way that we're trained to think. Right. Don't make these mistakes, take orders, do them to the full length of the order and do them right. So what happened to me the first night, um, so instead of showing them at uh, morning, actually Marines show up at night because we go through processing and we're awake for 36 hours. So that's what they try to get us. But um, so we were in processing and they were handing us uh, our camis. And so I had a boonie cover, which is that flat cover uh, for the field. And then I had a uh, just my eight point cover, you know, like a garrison cover or whatever. Um, and so 
I didn't know what the two of them were. I didn't know that one was called, you know, regular cover versus boonie cover. And the guy said, hand out those boonie covers. And I started handing out the wrong cover. And I handed it out to the whole platoon. So the whole platoon had the wrong cover. And he got in my face and he said, Marines are dying in Afghanistan right now because people like you can't follow simple orders. Ooh, and that really coach. got me. It really Ouch. got me. And um, I mean, it, it, I, don't, I don't know if, if that is told to everybody, every Marine that goes through boot camp, but it needs to be because that's the seriousness of what we do. Mm. Sim simple mistakes have fatal results and pay attention to the orders you were given and the instructions <laughs> to the letter detail. Wow. Thank you for, for sharing that because I know, you know, some of us are a little long in the tooth and it's been many, many moons since we've been in boot camp and having drill instructors jump and, you know, have you, you know, pressing the world away, you know, many, many times front leaning rest position for forever seemed like it to failure. So I'm, I'm glad you were able to share that just to be able to, to bring that back in. Now, when you, when you, I wanted to move a little forward um, to where you are and, and where you started, you know, the, the, the organization, and then it grew into, into uh, morphed into another organization. Where were you when that idea hit you? I mean, when you, were you sitting in bed or were you, you know, you know, out in the field or where were you when you started? I just said, you know what? I want to get back in the fight. I want to spread the message about that. There's a place, a safe space for veterans to, to engage and acknowledge that this is happening to, you know, not only active duty, but is also happening to veterans. Yeah, actually it was, it was a pretty vivid thought. Um, I was finishing up with school and I kept hearing the stories about, you know, I mean, people, not necessarily people that I knew personally or who were with me at any point in time, but just, you know, people on Facebook or Instagram, you know, posting pictures, you know, such and such lost his battle today. And, and it was just like over and over and over. And um, I was really consumed with school at the time. Uh, it was probably like 2018. Um, and I really wanted to, to try and do something. I had seen these silky hikes that have been happening all across the country. I was like, that's really cool. That looks fun. And I'm five six. I have really stumpy legs. I never did well on 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 humps at all. Um, but and that tells you, you know, a lot about my you know my mindset going into this. I'm willing to do something that I hate doing to create community because it's easy. It's recreational therapy, right? It's getting people out of their safe space and let's just go walk and you just forget about everything going on around you and you just talk to people that way. And and so it's a really simple way. You know, a lot of us have done those kind of rock hikes and stuff. So it's not like we're, we're going out and we've got to learn how to like play a sport just so we can have a community. Mm -hmm. But it's, you know, it's just a familiar feeling of doing something that we did in the military for fun. And so, so and it's also such a simple thing to put together. Hey, we're just mm -hmm. going to get together and walk. That's, that's so simple. You know, just make sure you got some extra water and a change of socks and you can go do it. And so um that basically was so in 2018 i really wanted to get into it i just had my daughter i was finishing up my last year of school and i was working full-time i was like not this year and about january of 2019 i was finishing up and i said to my buddy jeff uh jeff's a uh he's a 0331 machine gunner fought in iraq and afghanistan and um 
I said, will you help me do something with this? Cause I don't, I didn't have a very big network. I, I said, but I want to do something. And he's like, yeah, let's, let's work on it. So the first year was pretty good. We had about 15 or 16 people come. Um, it, you know, we didn't know what we were doing with this yet. You know, it was just like, let's just throw it on the wall and, and see what sticks, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and then 2020 happened and, you know, we still had the hike, but it was small. And then this past year, actually, um, I got recommended for an award for veteran of the year for 2020, actually this right here. Um, I don't know if you can see it, the lights, the lights so, are a little yeah. off, but I can see yeah. it. So the red cross, I got nominated for this award and, uh, I was like, I didn't really even do anything. You know, I, I didn't do enough really to constitute something like this. Mm. And, um, but actually what it did was it motivated me to, to kind of step it to the next level. So I built a website from scratch. Um, it's decommissioned now. It's being redirected to Irreverent Warriors. It's humpforthe22.com. It's still an active domain, but it's not used. So I built my own website. I did the social media stuff. I made flyers. I, I mean, I did everything that I could to try and build this hike up. And, you know, we got new people involved. I'd say we definitely made some good connections, but we, we learned a lot. And um, it was just a you know, we just kept the ball rolling and that allowed us to move into a warriors. And actually how we got connected to them was in the past, people have asked us to donate or people have asked to donate to us, but I didn't have a means to conduct, collect money. Mm -hmm. We work with the Marine Corps league 260 to be able to collect some money to funnel money through them, to be able to donate to somebody else. And right. so I was going to donate to uh 22 kill. And they said, you know, you should talk to Reverend Warriors. They're kind of like doing this already. And I was like, okay. So I went and I looked at Reverend Warriors and I thought, you know, it'd be really cool to be able to do that someday. But that's, that seems like a full-time gig. And <laughs> so what I did do was I reached out to Nate, who's there, um, Nate McDonald, who is uh, the COO and the vice president of the organization, and just had a conversation with him, just, you know, kind of get an evaluation of what we were doing to see, see if it was even – you know, see if we were going down the right track and, and how we could right. improve. And he was like, well, you know, we, we don't, we're not going to have like a territorial war, you know, but you could always come on with us and access our resources. And I had like a moment of pride where I was like, no, I'm not going to give up my idea. This is what <laughs> I'm doing. And, but it's like, and then I quickly was like, but what they're doing is impacting way more veterans. Mm -hmm. And it's not about me or my ideas or, or my namesake. So about two weeks later, after talking to my leadership with Hump for the 22, we said, you know, we're on board. Let's do it. Let's make our own chapter. And, and that's how, where we are now. We're an official chapter of Reverend Warriors and uh, we'll have our first hike in 2022. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Well, thank you very much for for really, you know, crystallizing all the things and pretty much the journey that you've taken from in inception to where you are now and what, what's what's the future progress. Jesse, I I, was, I saw you writing down some notes, so I, I figure you got probably thirty questions rolling around. So I'm I'm gonna take a breath again and let you ask a question. Sure, sure. Well, Chris, let me tell you what you've described and what you've talked about. You know, in regards to uh, first and foremost. Uh, never forgetting about something when somebody tells you 
that you just got everybody in trouble because of not following the directions and stuff. And you know, a lot of times we get into that situation to where we think we're doing the right thing, but it's not quite there yet. But your program, in my opinion, really allows people to, to do the right thing because it's a mind changer there. You know, as long as your outreach is continuing as you're doing it, you know, people may want to change their trend of thought and do the right thing because anything can get you into trouble. I mean, obviously, you know, being in the Marine Corps, you, they, I used to tell my truth and they, my superiors used to tell me, you know, and I don't think there's any cussing or anything here, but they used to say, it doesn't matter how many attaboys you have, it takes one all shit to blow it all, you know? So really when you're thinking, when you're thinking about your program, and what you're doing and how you're outreaching, how you're acknowledging the fact that you know this is happening. It's happening, it's, it's a given thing. You've got all your family involved in the military environment circle, that, that's, your, that's your group, your life group right there. Yeah. On top of that, you have a community that, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know if you know, but in your area, you mentioned you were from Greensboro, North Carolina, correct? Yep, born and raised. Okay, so we have we have members of our of our group that are all over the United States. So some of them may be tuning into this conversation here and asking, "Where do I go out and get you know what? Where do I go out and get information?" As Chris as described is describing that they do. Uh, there are, and I'm not sure how big that chapter is that you talked about that you joined, whether they're nationwide or not nationwide. Do you know they are nationwide? They are international. We just okay. had our first hike in London uh, this year. We have hikes all across the country. So Greensboro is just one chapter of a national 501c3. So if you go to uh, www.irreverentwarriors, that's I-R-R-E-V-E-R-E-N-T, irreverent, they, uh, if you go to their events page, you can see all their events. We had 70 hikes this year. We're going to have over 100 next year. So we're those are nationwide. And I can almost guarantee you there's one within five hours of you. There may be even be one in your hometown and you don't even know about it yet. So check it out. Wow, that's, that's good. And like you, like you were saying uh, earlier, you know, there, there may be a chapter nearby. And, and I think that the message there is that, you know, you get around people, you know, who have, you know, positive way of thinking or, you know, place to, to come together, to laugh, to joke, to, you know, even, you know, tell a, tell a weird joke here and there and every there, but also be able to, to help people get in, you know, mental safe space, you know, so that yeah. they don't have to say, Hey, remember, you remember you joined the military, you didn't go at it by yourself. You know, you were never deployed by yourself. You were deployed yeah. in a unit, a division, a battalion or a company, but you were never out there by yourself. Yeah. And, and you know, it just, it, it just means a lot it, when I'm, I'm out there for my own therapy too. Right. I mean, it's for me as much right. as, it is, as it is for everybody else. Um, it just, all the good things that I remember about the Marine Corps, the camaraderie, the friendship, and, and just being around people who understand you. It, I mean, it can, those, that one hike can just get you by for months. I mean, you, I think about the Raleigh hike, the Pinehurst hike, the memories that I made there this year. Um, and I had a ton of fun. And so, um, those hikes are really, really important. And, you know, 
the I was talking to the the chapter head, the hike coordinator for the Pinehurst North Carolina hike, and he says that there are hikers that go to hikes every single weekend because, or excuse me, they every single week they are resisting the temptation to take their own lives because they know they can go to a hike that weekend. Mm. So when I tell you that there is a hike every weekend, there is a hike every weekend because there must be a hike every weekend. Right. There are people on the verge all the time and we do a really good job of reaching out to them. We have Facebook groups, we have Instagram, we have, now we have, um, um, it's a discord. We have a discord group as well. Uh, I think we're working on Twitter. We're on, um, TikTok. We're on everything. So any way that you communicate, I believe we have email. We have, uh, every local chapter has their own email. My chapter or Greensboro at reverendwarriors.com. You can just, you'll, if you email one of us, there's five of my guys willing to, to talk to you right here, right now. And we're all and the mission is so clear. We bring veterans together using human camaraderie to increase veter to increase mental health and prevent veteran suicide. It's so simple and everybody's bought in. There's there's nobody out there who says, Look at that guy in the back crying, you know, what a wuss. No. We applaud that and we encourage that. That's that's a, that is what we are here for. And we are here to make those kind of connections and it's an awesome mm. place to be. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And, I, and I'm, I'm glad you acknowledge that because, you know, some veterans may feel that, you know, if you were on active duty and I, and, and Jesse and I've talked to this, so that you were, you know, suck it up, you know, drive on, you know, get the mission done, you know, pain, you know, don't worry about that. It'll, you know, just, but when you, when you revert back to the, to the civilian life, you still have some of that military behaviors but sometimes you have to acknowledge that you're in pain and it's okay to go ahead and cry. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to be frustrated, yep. but you, you, you've given veterans pretty much all over North America, you know, a place that they can come, they can walk in it. And I think, and I'm glad it's so simple. It's so simple because it doesn't matter. We like to jive the air force all the time because, you know, they like to live in the Taj Mahal, but even they one time took a, took a hike somewhere in boot camp. You know, if you were in boot camp, and I, I have Air Force people that come to hikes too. Absolutely, absolutely. We like to tease the Air Force all the time, especially Kevin. Um, but, but like you say, you know, it is so simple. It's something that every branch of the military has done. You know, you've you've typed. You know, you can call it a road march. You can call it a hike. You can call it whatever it is. But it's so basic and it's so good for you. And then when you t couple that with you know, the humor and camaraderie, it's not just you out there by yourself. You're, you know, you might, might be out there with six people. You might be out there with 30 people, yeah. you know, and, and it's, it's, it's so simple. It's like, Hey, grab a good pair, some, some, uh, some canteens or something to keep yourself hydrated, some comfortable socks or change a pair of socks and some good walking shoes and move on out. <laughs> and I tell you the hike I was at in Raleigh was 220 veterans there. And that was a small hike. Yikes. Wow. Yikes. So, <laughs> And the Pinehurst hike was it was their first year, and uh, they did a really good job. But they had a, a bit of a smaller hike. Uh, it was only fifty people, and that was probably one of the smallest hikes of the year. That's but it, still, it that's felt still very intimate, though. Like I mean, it felt like a big hike. Well, when you're yeah. talking numbers like that, if you don't mind my saying it real quick, when you're talking numbers, whether it's a small or a, or, or a large hike. 
you know, consider the fact that maybe 60 people attended, uh, were physically there, but those 60 people went out and talked to however many people they Absolutely. talked to. So that information was passed out probably quadruple of what was actually physically there. So you that, you know, that's huge. I mean, even if it was a handful of people, those handful of people are gonna spread the word too. Mm -hmm. yeah. And somebody is gonna listen to something that happened to them and may have that, you know, that change of thought and say, you know, there is there is some good stuff going on out there and everything. But yeah. I, I yeah, I have another question for you real quick. Oh sure. Uh are are you do dependents or or survive or spouses um accompany are they accompanying the veterans as well or is there a provision for that or so we we do allow them to to volunteer to be a part okay. of the the ecosystem as a volunteer but i'll tell you the reason why and it's going to make sense once i tell you mm -hmm. the atmosphere and the ecosystem on the hike is so delicate that we cannot allow anybody who is not within that community you know intimately and personally to interfere Got it. because Got it. it just i don't want to say it takes it down because there are uh there are wives of veterans um there are brothers sisters of and parents of veterans who would love to just be around and like i had several people email me for my hike this year and say i want to walk in honor of my son who committed suicide and i had to tell them no right and it and it sucked because like I get it, but also I can't compromise the integrity of my hike and the integrity of, of the veterans who want to come out there and just talk to veterans because veterans don't get a chance to just talk to veterans very often. Right. And so, you know, you may have a guy out there who is on the verge of taking their own life. They got brought to this hike. They decided to come to this hike. And they get there and it's full of civilians and people who don't really get it. And um, it just kind of changes the ecosystem a little bit. Mm. So, so we have a no, there's, there's just, it's a zero tolerance. We, we can't yeah. allow, but we love, we need, we need volunteers uh, without a doubt. I mean, it's part of, okay. part of our SOP is to have volunteers. And so yeah. I, I told all those people, you want to get involved? I'm going to need volunteers and you will be greatly appreciated by all of us for volunteering. Um, so there's, there's other ways to, to serve in that capacity. Well, that's awesome. I am so glad. I'm so glad that uh, I was able to ask that question because it does mean a lot and you, you have a, a very good valid point there. And um, you know, that's, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you for answering that question. Appreciate that. Sure. Thank, thanks. Thanks for, for, for answering all those questions. I mean, um, now if someone wanted to, to, to join a, join a hike, you know, in, in the North Carolina region, either, you know, Pinehurst or Raleigh, you know, maybe out in Cullowee, you know, way out in the country part of the world or closer to Wilmington or something like that. Um, what's the easiest way, or there's somewhere in Tennessee. There's a hike or, in Wilmington. Okay. I there's a hike in Nashville. Okay. <laughs> okay. So if you, if you want to, and, and I, and I, I want to say something interesting because, you know, it, it's something that, that I, so Jesse told me about you basically. And I was like, Oh, that's this guy who's just walking around, you know, and, and it, it's sort of, and I don't want to make it sound cold, but it's like, it's sort of like you got the information. It's like, eh, you know, whatever. 
That doesn't sound like something I want to do. But then when you hear how you unfolded the story, then like Jesse said earlier, you know, we'll tell somebody else about it and they will say it won't be like, oh, DK just said it. it's like, yeah, go to the website, you know, find find a connection point. You know, if you want to go by yourself, go by yourself. But if you know another veteran who want to go, grab them and go. I'm always open for a, for a hike. I'm going to tell you that. I just can't get Jesse to go with me, but that's a different story. Well, Jesse will be at my hike next year. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working myself up to it right now as we speak. Light tea. Started with light tea. <laughs> we have safety vehicles. You can sit in the back. So, okay. So how do people, you know, plug in? First, first and foremost, how do they get to you so that they can start, you know, becoming part of this ecosystem? To be able to, you know, if they are, you know, a family member and they just want to volunteer, like you said, or they're veterans and they just want to be around other veterans in a safe space so that they can have, you know, the if they need to just tell somebody to break down and, and it's okay. How do they get plugged in? So the best way is to go to their website and you can, from there, you can find any hikes that are if it's in your state or the state over, whatever. Um, everything, and there's also a contact form on the website to be able to reach out. You can go to uh, Reverend Warriors on Instagram and Facebook. They have people there who can talk to you. Or you can drop a note. Um, I should give you the whole email address. Looks like, uh, oh, I see. Okay, <laughs> not that. I Warriors. see Greensboro right at irreverentwarrior.com. Warriors, plural, sorry. There you go. So, and I don't care if you're from Greensboro. I don't care if you're from Alaska. Hit me up at Greensboro dot or Greensboro at irreverentwarriors.com and I will point you in the right direction. Um, I've got the ear of, of good folks within the organization who can help me find a place for you. Um, if you're older and you can't walk, the, uh, the hike this past weekend in Round Rock, Texas was led by a guy in a wheelchair. So... There is literally no excuse and there's there's no circumstance that can keep you from coming to one of these hikes. Mm -hmm. So all you have to do is, you know, dial in, plug in like like many of us. We you know, we we don't know what we don't know. We, we're discovering that. And as we talk to veterans across the country and in some cases across the world, that one of the most famous things that I was talking to a veteran today was I just didn't know something as simple as um, how do I get help? How do I connect with other people? You know, feeling isolated, alone, you know, frustrated, scared, and all those emotions, anxiety, you know, about going outside, about opening up to your spouse or to your family and being able to be around other comrades who've been through it, know what it's like and can help you to, to facilitate, to, to just be in a space. And then if, if necessary, you know, move on to other areas that, that other people can help you out if you need some professional work. So I want to yeah, thank you for, for that. Another thing too is this is an awesome network just in general. There are people in this network who are just dying to help other veterans. There are lawyers, there are doctors, there are entrepreneurs, there are car salesmen, there are mechanics, there are graphic designers. It doesn't matter. If you have your own thing going on and you need some help with something you're working on, you can tap into that system anytime because these, I'm telling you, it's, it is a family. Um, I mean, I, I was welcomed from day one because I was bought in because I told them I wanted to, I was bought into the mission 
and they were bought into me because of that. Mm. And, and that's what I mean is like, if it just feels like we're back in the military, we have each other's backs. We're willing to do whatever it is. We're both giving a hundred percent towards the cause and towards each other. Mm. And, and I think that's really important too, is, is it's not just, it doesn't just end at the hike. It's a continuous thing. Stay plugged in. These people care about you. Whether I mean, we walk around with signs that say, we love you. We care about you. Things like that. I mean, it doesn't, we don't have to, you, you can come from any walk of life. There's some testimonies that I've heard on some of these hikes. Some of these guys have been straight up criminals, uh, drug addicts, uh, alcoholics, and they went to a Reverend Warriors hike and it saved their life. Mm. So this has had a massive impact in the veteran community. You just have to be willing to go out there and, and people are going to talk to you because when you show up for your first hike, you're going to get a VIP wristband. If you have a VIP wristband, that means it's your first hike. And everybody there makes it a point to go and talk to people with VIP wristbands. So you will become a target to people who are like, <laughs> and, and there's people I like every hike who go to all the hikes, you know, within their region, if they can get to the hike, who just, they love on people. I mean, it's just same people every time. It's awesome. Mm. I mean, people bring a lot of energy to these hikes. Wow. Well, I cannot wait to get to one of the, one of the hikes coming up because I'm committed to coming to to one is local or not so because I'll take a road trip. Like you said, it's within five hours. I can rock that. I know Jesse can rock that too, and other veterans who who is who as well. Jesse, did you have any other questions? Um, one final thought regarding the uh, veterans. You know, we 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 always hear the term. We will never forget. You know, we've all been veterans, and so we will never forget that. We will not leave anybody behind. We will, we're always attached to each other. We'll help each other out. We have each other's sixes, either way you look at it. And and this brings back a lot of, that's what this is all about, is we have your back. You know, we will never forget. You know, we will always move forward and you're with us all the way. Even if you're a VIP for the first time out there, we will never forget. So I appreciate that, what 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 you're doing very much, Chris. and. Uh, we, we will blast this out and anybody who, wherever you're at, in the part of the world that you're at, if you get an opportunity to tune into this podcast, remember, as Chris said, they're all over the place. There's no, no excuse, no reason. If you want to get out there and, and do it for a few hours and just really feel the camaraderie, the love, get on out there. Get on out there and let's come because I guess Chris has already directed me to, that I am going to go. So I'm gonna go. <laughs> you well, going to go. I've already said I'm going. So it's a yeah. done deal. So you go. We just got to figure out which one we're going to go to together. There's eight, North Carolina has the most hikes because of our, our massive amount of military presence in this. That state. makes we sense. We <laughs> have eight hikes. We'll have one hike per month from uh, March to November of 2022. Awesome. Sweet. Well, thank awesome. you very much, Chris, for being here. Thank you for to the for the fire that grew in you. And you and, and, and I'm thankful that you, you know, you got back in a fight and it and rather than sitting on the sidelines and, and seeing, you know, one of another one of our brothers or sisters take their own life, that you found a place and found a place to inspire others to be able to to get plugged in, not to sit back and say, oh, well, but but to have a place that they can come and then. Also, and I want to also, you know, comment on how you were able to put your pride to the side, because a lot of people don't want to do that. Everybody said, I'm going to do it all myself and then struggle, struggle for years. But you you saw it and said, 
hey, we can go bigger. We can serve lots, lots more veterans all over the world as opposed to you, you know, just struggling and struggling. And so thank you for being able to set your pride aside and then thinking about your troops and the troops you don't know and the troops who you're going to meet in the future. So thank you for your mission and thank you for all that you've done for yourself, for your wife, for your for your daughter and for the rest of your community. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you, Chris. Jennifer you're very Bye. welcome. And thank you also, fellow veterans. And wherever you are around the globe and wherever you are you know, around the, the dinner table, you're welcome to always plug into us. We are here on all the major channels for podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, and a couple other places. I think it's on Google Podcasts as well. You can also plug into us at golfforveteranscoffee.com. We're going to actually have a new website coming up sooner because it's going gonna, it's gonna to pull all traffic towards that. And if you're in the Winston-Salem area anytime in the near future, on the second Saturday, we have a Golf War Veterans Era get-together. It's called the Golf War Era Coffee that you're welcome to come to share stories. It's a safe space, and it's a good place to just, you know, chat and learn about things that you didn't know and you forgot to know the next time. So thank you very much. Thank you, Jesse, for, for being here as well. And we'll Rock. see you next time on Rock. another episode of The No Zone. Bye for now. Zipper Fye. Zipper Fye. Thank you for joining us this week. Tune in every week to connect with us and the rest of our veteran brothers and sisters. Until our next episode, visit our website, gulfwarveteranscoffee.com to find out about upcoming events near you and other ways we can support you. Also, if this episode has helped you get closer to a happier life, please make sure to leave a rating, subscribe to our show, and send it over to just one person you've served with who may need to hear it. Remember, we're here for us. Talk soon.